something I do to leave something to the imagination is I'll take a total like body naked pic in front of a mirror. Put an emoji. And I'll put an emoji Knew it. over my ding dong. And it, it's like a really small emoji too. It doesn't need to be very big. <laughs> It's Western and Bitsy. Oh my god, you are so annoying. Hey guys, we are back at it like a crack attic and Weston's crack is exposed and it's terrifying. I do not have plumber's disease. The pants do. are just a little tighter than they used to be. <laughs> and why is that? I mean, I just can't simply stop ordering the family size meals from Buca de Peppo because they didn't tell me it was a family portion. Okay, guys, I have to be honest about this. So I did my meal prep, okay? And I, I make a shit ton of tofu because I'm a vegetarian. And I had like this vegetable melody, strawberries, blueberries, Greek yogurt. And that's like, Ugh. and that's like literally my meal prep and egg whites. And I open the fridge and you see like all my containers. And then I see this massive thing of pasta. It looks like I had something catered. <laughs> that's how big it that's was. How it was massive. And I was like, okay, so I guess this was Weston's meal prep for the week. It was my meal prep. If, I'm telling you, go to Boca de Pepo in Kansas City Boca on the Pepa? plaza. However you, I don't know how you say it. <laughs> But it's this amazing Italian place, and literally the smallest portion they have literally says feed a family of three, which I didn't read before I ordered it. But would that have stopped me? No. Absolutely And not. how many meals did it serve you? Just two. <laughs> <laughs> so I ate for a person and a half each time, which isn't too bad. No, that's actually really good for you. I know. I'm very surprised. I'm shocked. I mean, I snack a lot. Yeah. Throughout the day. Anyways, so... Welcome back, everyone, to Petty Single and Always Late. Before we get started, obviously, you know what you have to do. Please, guys, rate, review, subscribe. And I honestly cannot stress this enough. Guys, we would love to do a segment where we can answer questions, give our opinions on stuff, but we need the only way we can do that is if you guys get involved. Send us emails yes. at hello at psapodcast.com. DM us. Oh, yes. Thirst Sli- out for slide us. into those DMs. And you know what? We don't have any certifications. We don't have any qualifications, but that's okay because we have lots and lots of opinions. Tons of and opinions. Thoughts just rattling around it's in this terrifying yeah, in this little cranium. And something I else I do want to say, Weston, and this has been really hard on us and our psyches because they're so fragile already. We need you guys to rate because someone out there in this <gasps> universe oh my has God. given us a one star review. Guys, just imagine you have this your baby. You've put your life into it. You've put your passion into it. You've given it your all. You wake up. You stretch. You're excited. You go to the podcast app. And what do you see? A sight for sore eyes. A (laughs) one-star review. And let me tell you, I felt the weight of that one-star review. This the entire day, and I'm still feeling it. it I'm, I'm still not recovering, and I'm still willing to open a ticket with Apple and say that it was a hate <laughs> crime for that one star review. And if you left the one star review, Go fuck yourself. and you're listening, we're on Self. to you. We're on to you, and we will find you, and we will hunt you down. And guess what? We're gonna slap a one star sticker on your forehead and see how you like it. Because <laughs> you won't. And that's how I feel about that. 
Wow. That took That's how you go from dollars. zero to 100 in less in two than fucking um, seconds. Yeah, two minutes, two seconds. Who knows? But anyways. And I have to say, that's not even the pettiest thing I did this week. Actually, us just calling that person out might be the pettiest thing we both did. That was did. extremely petty. And I have a fear now. Guys, the only way to balance out that one star is to keep giving us five stars. <laughs> We need about like 200 more ones. Oh my God. (gasps) Five stars to make up for that one. One star. Guys, we're on a, that one star is like the side of the Titanic that is going into the ocean. And those four, those a five star of you can snap that boat in half and we can land right side up again. We need those five stars. We need it. Okay. (sighs) Thanks for today. Coming today's episode. (laughs) so much that's it for today <laughs> no just kidding um I realized I did something today that was so petty and I in the moment it just came to me and it was so natural mm-hmm. and then when I thought about it I was like so that's the kind of person I am okay okay um me and two of my work friends we walk over lunch because you know we're trying to get that fitness right and so um we walk outside because my work has a huge like walking trail and my pet peeve is when people come hot on my tail, hot on my heels as I'm walking. If you want to pass me, pass me. Don't hover over behind me and listen into my conversation, my intimate, private conversation. No one likes to feel pressured. No one likes that. And these people were hot on our heels. So I look at my two friends and I go, slow down. And they, there's no way for them to pass us. Ooh, I like that. And we all three just slowed the fuck down and then they just had to sit there and really think about it and it like it reminded me of whenever you know you're driving and and someone's like riding your tail when you're driving and you just you know you don't slam on the brakes because you don't want to get hurt or injured and you don't want your car to injured well but you speak for yourself i slam on my brakes and i swerve towards people i did it yesterday and i'll do it again you're so crazy we have to do an episode just on your road rage (sighs) yeah i yeah i had someone threatened to fight me in a car because of my road rage and then my friends were like that doesn't why does this only happen to you this doesn't happen to us and i was like I'm aggressive. We take things personal. Like one-star reviews. <laughs> okay, guys, we'll let it go. We'll let it go. No, we won't. Until okay, next well, week. Yeah, well, let's just move on for a Let's try. And so what what happened? What was the conclusion? They you just taught them a lesson that were hot that were hot on your heels? I hope they learned that lesson, but you know, I think it's gonna take several lessons for them to finally get it through their thick skulls. Do you think the the lesson you know they, they learned said? was either to say excuse me? Excuse me, exactly. Say excuse me. Walk around. Or do you think the lesson they learned was don't get be- behind her? Don't go. Don't get, don't behind get stuck me behind her for multiple reasons. One, because I could leave a tr- fart trail, a, a chemical trail. <laughs> when Bitsy farts, it's a chem trail. It's literally it's the things that come out of the airplanes that they say controls our minds. But Bitsy's doesn't control your minds. It turns it deteriorates it like acid. It's just totally gone. It's <laughs> nuclear warfare at its worst. Okay, so everyone's we, worried about enough. climate change and global warming. Enough. That is the least of our enough. worries. <laughs> Actually, except for something so embarrassing happened to me today. I get to work like you know pretty early, mm-hmm. like. 7 seven thirty a.m. because I like to leave at 4 30 so <coughs> psychopath <coughs> okay so yeah mm. anyways so I get there really early and I'm usually I'm in my cube alone I get like an hour and a half alone no, not an hour and a half, but like an hour alone where I can like you know work and be in my zone and relax so did I let out a fart of course I did because I thought I was gonna be alone 
No, the one other person on the entire floor seeks me out right the instant after I farted and walks into my cube to talk to me. And I'm not kidding. His nose hair is caught on fire and he got slapped in the face with double pink eye. And I was like, I'm so sorry. The cube, the cubicle was shaking. His eyebrows are singed. His, I, I picture if all the cars in the parking lot, the tires started deflating. He, he hasn't it made did, his way back. to. The he hasn't cube. come back. I wouldn't either. I know. No one wants to enter that gas chamber. I'm surprised. <laughs> Be thankful he hasn't taken you to HR. I know. For that, that crime against humanity. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Well, since the beginning of this episode has taken a very farty turn. Okay. I guess I should be honest about my embarrassing fart story. <laughs> Please. <laughs> God. My counselor says to be more vulnerable and this is me doing it. Oh my so God. I have been staying the night with the gentleman and he stays the night with me sometimes. No big deal. Oh, so that's like a steps towards dating. Oh, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was yelling at him. I said, quit farting on me. And he was like, what are you, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, then I like woke up and I guess I was having a dream of him farting on me or something. And I was like, I don't, what's going on? Are, are you farting? He was like, no, you just woke up and said, quit farting on me. And I was like, I'm sorry. I guess I was having a dream. I don't know what happened. Then he proceeds to enlighten me. And he said, do you want to know what happened the first time you ever stayed the night at my place? And I was like, what? He said, you were snoring very loudly. And then he said that I farted so loud in my sleep that I woke myself up. West. Like, he, it was like. Ew, West what, what was that? What was that? That's how he said I woke up. I was like, what, what, what? And then went back to sleep. Oh, my God. I'm the not first, surprised. Why he ever stayed the night with me again or invited me back over, I don't know. Because that is so embarrassing. I I'm not surprised. I mean, your snoring's out of control, and let's not let's not even get started on your bowel movements because I can we can't get into that today. But Most people are probably surprised that my farts still make sound. To be honest, I know. Moving on from farts, something else embarrassing happened to me this very day. Actually, I was eating lunch alone as I usually do. Very lonely person from my coworkers' perspectives. And I had my chicken strips. I had my French fries. I'm scrolling on Instagram, having a good time. And I have all my sauces laid out. I have classic ketchup, sweet barbecue sauce, and of course, spicy sriracha. Ooh, I'm eating. Love. I'm having fun. And then I took the sweet barbecue and dumped it in my spicy sriracha. And someone walked by as I was doing that and heard me mumble to myself, let's get crazy. And they all just busted out laughing. And I was so embarrassed because they literally, I was sitting with no one and they heard, they saw me dump my barbecue into my sriracha and say, let's get crazy. So here's the deal, Weston. I don't like who you are as a person. Uh, and you know what? I'm a hazard to myself. I'm, and not, I'm just like, I can't, I, I'm upset with you. It's. Let's get wild. Let's get. To, over up. by myself, my lunch break, dumping barbecue into my sriracha. That's what it's. That's what it's like that's, being twenty six years old. That's what my life has come to. That's what has happened to you. Wow, oh. wow, wow, bitch, wow. Yeah. So that's that's that. And now that we're we've covered the embarrassing shit we've done this week, let's go dating. Let's go dating. Okay, so um, I did go on a few dates with a gentleman. Um. And she's not making it up, guys. I, I know you've probably looked at her personal Instagram and you're like, yeah, right. No, she really has. <laughs> yeah, I did. And um, I, I 
I, I tricked myself into thinking I liked him at first. It was wild. And it, I think it's because on the first date, he tricked me because we went, we sat down and we were just having a drink and the waitress was being like super bitchy to us. Like I, I genuinely was like confused. Like, and I, I was trying to ignore it because it's a first date. So I want to act like my best self. Right. Okay? You were trying to not be yourself. Exactly. So I was just like, okay, I don't care that she's being rude, whatever. And then I look at him after she came by and she was like blatantly rude. And I was like, do you think she's being really rude? And he was like, no, yeah, I just didn't want to say anything. And I was like, okay, yeah, I thought she was being rude too. And she continued to do it. She was being rude. And at the end, like she was rude again, but then she went up to another table and was so nice to them. I was like, do you see how nice she was to them? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go say something. And he goes in and pays and says something to her. And then he went to the bathroom or something. So she came out and set the check down by me and looked me in the eye and was like, thank you for coming tonight or things like something like that. And he did that. And I was like, so obviously I was like, oh my God, this is who I'm meant to be with. Absolutely. That's a matchmate in heaven, a soulmate. Yeah. So I actually proposed that night and things mm. were going really well. We were, I was finally engaged. Wow. You know, I was wow. on the steps for that. So, so, so much happened in such a little amount of time. It, I, yeah. I feel the love just listening to that story. It, and it, it was, it was spark. No, I was like, there was like a lot of like sexual chemistry. Like, just like, you know, when you're ever just like really into someone when you go on a yes. first date. Like, I've I, I was gotten like, boners on first dates before so hard it's lifted the table. <laughs> I mean, I have been there. I had a metaphorical like woman boner. A figurative boner, exactly. if you will. Exactly. He was so hot. So then we went out again and then we hung out again. And then like after it like moved really fast, like to where I was like, oh, like whatever. Um, but I, I thought I liked him, but then he started, like, he would text me, like, every day, all the time, and then he started, like, slowly not texting me and not taking time, and that gave, made me, like, so anxious, and it made me become someone who I'm not and who I, like, hate when I get, when you, when you just, you feel like someone's pulling away, but then you don't mm-hmm. know, because then he'll, he would still text me, like, like and he would apologize for not It's kind of like he was going to do just enough to not seem like an asshole. Exactly. And it's just like, no, no. And like, so I have to, I like have realized like, why do I do this to myself? Like when you have a gut feeling that something's happening, it's probably happening. And the only thing I can control is removing myself from the situation. So I broke off the engagement and we're no longer going to be together forever. I mean, you guys did move really fast. Wait, you you actually had the first date on a Sunday. Yeah, and the third. And the second date was on a Tuesday. Tuesday, and the third date was on a Thursday. Yeah, and then the weekend passed, and that's and when yeah, you started pulling away. And I was in away. Vegas and whatnot. Yeah, I think you played your cards right by not ever like going crazy on him or like f- like flipping off on him, even though he deserves it because he just needs to be upfront. Yeah, and I even but, was like, hey, are you not into this? Like, just let me know. It's okay. Because it, he had, like, apologized for not really texting me and being mm-hmm. and not texting me the past few days. And I was like, it's okay. Like, I get people are busy, but just let me know if you're not into it. And he was like, no, I haven't lost interest. Like, let's hang out again soon, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, when you say soon, that like, yeah, I'm done. You, If you rent it, you would have been like, let's hang out this date when I'm free. Right. He would have made plans, and it would be like, oh, he really is busy. Or the behavior should change at least for the next couple of days until right. you get busy again to show them that you're interested. Right. So I'm just done with it. So like from now on, I I like do again need to take a break from dating just because it, it's not a good feeling when you feel anxious. Like, and I, I just don't like how I become, not that I'm going crazy on him, mm-hmm. but I don't like how it makes me feel. And so it the like only consumes thing, your thought. It does. And the only thing I can do is remove myself from the situation. And from now on, whenever I whenever I start feeling that way towards someone, I literally just have to walk away and just yeah, be done. I agree. Which is what I'm doing now. I think that's good advice. And you know how I attract like crazy guys? 
I think you attract guys that love to jump in as fast as they possibly can and then jump right out. Okay, well, see, here's the thing. This is I've been thinking about this. What What's the common denominator in this situation? Me. So, like, I must be projecting something or something. Like, I'm being serious. I'm the only person that's – I'm the same, but the guys are different, but I'm attracting the same kind of guy. That's what I'm so saying. So what am I putting out there that's giving that vibe, you know? You might – I don't know what it would be, but put something out there that attracts those types of guys. But I don't think them jumping in and jumping out has anything to do with you, though. Does that make sense? Like, they're I jump- think that's who they are, but I right. think that's the kind they're of guy they're attracting. In for some and reason. out of these one-week serious relationships with multiple girls, right? But I mean, I don't know. We'll have to ask our listeners. What What are you putting out there, <laughs> what's, that- guys? What's my problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Well, but you've also. Although you might attract those guys, you've attracted regular normal guys too. Yeah. You know? You really have. It's just like me. I've attracted crazy guys, but I've also attracted guys that aren't that crazy. I don't know. I just think I need to be more careful. And I don't don't know. And also maybe it's like really hard for me to open up and then – like, okay, so something this guy said is he was like, he, I think this is how he got me to like, I texted Weston and was like, oh my God, I think I actually like this guy. Yeah. Which I, I never guys, done. she never does that. <laughs> me, I go on one date and I'm like, I think he's the one Bitsy. Bitsy goes on 20 dates with the same guy and she's like, I mean, yeah, he's cool. I think he really likes me. Like, like we're total opposites. Like Total opposites. And um, I actually texted us in that. And I think the reason was he texted me and or he he told me like our first date. He was like, I'm just a direct person. Like, that's just who I am. He was, he was like, I'm really direct. So he said that, which made me feel more comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. And I think he was just saying the things that would make me trust him. And that's kind of where it went. And so then I was like, like, I felt like I could open up. And mm-hmm. once I open up, I feel like I'm pretty open. But then when I'm closed off, I'm closed off. And when he I don't you, care, I don't care. Absolutely. He got you to take down a layer of the stone wall that you have mm-hmm. around your heart. But then when he did what he did, you put back up two layers of that I know. stone wall. I know. I, I feel bad for the next guy that I date. It'll be fun to see what happens. <laughs> It'll be yeah. crazy. Can't wait to see how it ends. <laughs> Ooh, me either. Well, maybe happily ever after. Yeah. But. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Do you feel bad for me, Weston? I do. I, I do. I genuinely do. I've I've asked about it every day, almost. Yeah. Because I was I was pissed off for you. I tried to call him. He always Weston's always like first response whenever a guy does something that hurts my feelings is what's his number? Let me call him. And he really gets it out the phone. And I know, I know he would actually call them. So I just can't. I can't. Well, give you the did number. give the number out one time, and, and I did, did call, call him. him. I left a voicemail, I think. Oh my god, wait, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's, but that's because that, that that was the guy that went crazy on me and told me he never liked me and he he never was attracted to me. He always thought I was ugly. He thought I was like a six on a scale of one to ten. And I was like, Thank you. I was like, You're trying to come at me. You're still better than average, so thank you. Thank you. And I was like, You're trying to attack my looks right now because you think that's gonna hurt my feelings, but I don't care because I don't like you. Because no. I hurt his feelings, so I guess it was justified. But then, guess who came crawling back and w- blew up my phone like about t- with calls, texts, Snapchats. Crawling back in out of the potato fields from whence he came. But I already had ghosted him. Oh, that was fun. Good job. I'm proud of you. Do you have any updates on your dating life? Um, I did go on a date. And shocking. Shocking, I know. And actually, well, actually I guess I should say how I met this guy. So we it was one day that we did bottomless brunch. Oh, that's and oof. it was at the Jacobson fabulous place here. Wait, that was the day and, I was with you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Fabulous place here in Kansas City. And then drank all day long up until the point that I of was no return. Yeah, I was not drinking responsibly. I'll be honest about that. 
And I went to this event at Hamburger Mary's, also another fabulous place in town. It's a drag bar on Broadway. Check it out. And I say in town in Kansas City, but that one is a chain. So there are other cities too. But anyways, and I woke up the next day feeling great. I was like, yeah, I'm blacked out, whatever, who cares? (laughs) And then um, I look at my phone and I have a text message that says, I would like to take you on a date. That's really, really shocking because I see you when you're drunk. I immediately have to start doing research. And what's weird is I scrolled back through the text messages and we had met one other time at like 3 a.m. like a year or two ago. But I don't remember. That's and I was so like, weird. Very strange. Me, this person I've met out, blacked out. I've been blacked out when I met him twice now. And then so I texted him and I was like, sure. And then he said something. I was like, can I, can I see a picture? Because I, I was just honest through the text. I was like, I was blacked out. Let me see a picture. He sends me a picture. I send him a picture. He thought I was cute. I thought he was cute. I obviously send the picture to one of my friends. I was like, who is this? Do you know his name? And he's like, oh, yeah, you made out with him last night. And I was like, oh, great. Fun. What, what a great so story to tell our grandkids. But that's who I went on a date with, and that's how we met, which we laughed about. I was obviously, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and I was 30 minutes late. Because, Classic. once again, I need to be up front with who I am, and that's who I am. You are it's setting the precedent. Setting a precedent and an example. And I got there, and he had already had a margarita. I ordered a margarita. I'm excited to eat. I was eating the chips and salsa, and you've seen me with chips and salsa. It's I'm like terrifying and disgusting. I'm like a blender on high speed. You're you're a complete and utter monster. Yeah, and so I mean, just slurping and crunching away. And I noticed he wasn't eating, but and he Weston had chips and salsa. actually starts. He picks up this container of salsa and he'll put like five chips in his mouth, and then he'll dump the salsa in his <laughs> mouth. It's like I, it's so scary. Okay, sorry, go on. And then I gargle the chips and salsa. Yeah. But I noticed he wasn't, I was actually controlling myself because I did know it was the first date. But I noticed he wasn't eating them, didn't think anything of it. He's like kind of drinking the margaritas really fast, which kind of turned me on. I was like, okay, he can drink. He's a tank. I love it. (laughs) And I was playing it cool because I knew myself and I didn't want to reach that point of no return. The waitress comes and I, of course, ordered a massive burrito. The largest in the menu, I'm sure. And a couple of sides. Hand her my menu and she goes in for you, sir. And my date goes, nope, I'm good. Uh, 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 and she walks away. And I was like, you're not eating? He's like, no. I don't like to eat when I'm drinking. Oh, my God. That would make me feel Which so uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm like, we could have just gone for drinks. And so she brings my entire buffet of food, basically. Does he eat any of it? Does it didn't take a single bite. And I ate the entire thing in front of him while we talked. Oh, Wes. And got to know each other. And I was like, he's like... He just oh, watched me demolish this burrito, the chips. He didn't eat anything. I'm surprised you're even allowed to go on dinner dates anymore. And then he paid for it. Okay, shook. He sounds so, like a winner. You know, I, I never use the term soulmate because I'm not convinced that I have a soul, but soulmate. And it went really good. We made out. <laughs> good. I'm just really happy you got that in there. But yeah, that's the only thing that's happened to me. So nothing too crazy. Just basically doing an eating competition in front of all my dates now. That's that's actually fun. So you guys have been caught up on our dating lives. We You've seen us be petty. And of course, we've also talked about the embarrassing things that we've done. And that I probably shouldn't have shared, but I, I can't go back in time and it's already been done. So here I am. No. This is me. This is real. If it goes on this SD card, it's in stone. I know that's kind of terrifying. <laughs> it's really scary. Okay, so when we were in, when I was in Vegas, and this has actually happened twice because I went to the Lake of the Ozarks and then I went mm-hmm. to Vegas, and I posted two pics in my bikini because you know I was I've been look I was looking good. Well, you were feeling yourself I was as feeling you should. Myself, and both times I did it, I got multiple DMs from guys 
Snapchats. And I was like, did I accidentally just set a thirst trap? And I think I did because I got asked on two dates, which I promptly said no to both. But still, I was like, thank you. You definitely did a thirst trap. Accidental? Bitsy, are we being honest with thyself? Okay, I was not posting it for guys' attention. I was posting it for those likes to come through. And if you guys are confused, what a thirst trap is. It's a little different for everyone, depending on your assets or, you know, what you want to show off. But a thirst trap is whenever you post something or send something to someone. It can be something in a bikini. It can just be you shirtless. Or it can just be you in your birthday suit. And you post or send it to someone uh, to make people thirsty. And to, and to, get, it, to get attention. Right. And of course, if you're like me, you just you'll, you dry people up like the Savannah. But yeah, the point is do. to make them really, really thirsty. And, and to so, make them like want to talk to you. Right. So that's what a thirst trap is. And I'm, I'm going to say that you definitely mastered the art of the thirst trap when it came to those bikini pics. Because the comments off the chain, the likes off the chain. And how did it make you feel? It felt good, but I, again, I didn't care about the guys so much. I just, I liked, like, I don't, I don't know. You, like, did it for yourself. You, yeah, because I've worked yeah. hard, because, like, in case you guys don't know, at one point, I was pushing 300 pounds, and now, you know, I'm half that, so we'll get into an episode eventually where I'll open up about that, because I'm just not there yet, but I posted it, because to feel good, like, I'm proud of myself mm-hmm. and, and how far I've come, and then... The male attention didn't hurt. You remember that guy at um, I met at Up Down? He was so yes hot. from Chicago. So I posted that pic, and immense, immediately he's like, "I'm in Kansas City this week. Are you free?" Oh my god! If he that little thirst monster. Yeah. I think, like you said, it was an accidental thirst trap because you felt good about yourself. You were also having fun because you're in Vegas, like the Ozarks, and you wanted to share that fun with all your friends. Mm-hmm. It just so happened that you also set that trap. Right. I've done the thirst traps before. We've all done thirst traps. If you haven't, then I'm going to assume that you don't have a cellular device. So when Weston will post a bunch of selfies on his Instagram story, I I will immediately just DM him and be like, who is this for? Because I know it's always for someone. He'll do this like smirk (laughs) where he squints like one eye and he'll post that. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. We'll go. We'll post it to the Instagram story on PSA and show the people. Yeah. I, I, I do thirst traps for multiple reasons. Usually, when I actually post thirst traps, I I lose followers. The opposite (laughs) happens. But no, I validation, of course, because then people are like, oh, cute. Or they even like friends just say it. And it makes me feel good about myself. And and I do post them or send them when I am feeling good about themselves, about myself. If I'm feeling gross, I'm not going to do it. But also, not just to feel validated, but like you said, to get someone to notice. Either someone I know or someone maybe I don't know. I like want them... To notice me. So what do you mean when you don't know them? Like, are you hoping like a random person or just someone someone that follows you? Like someone that follows me. Okay. So I guess I, I do know them, but I don't have a relationship with them. Right. But I'm just like, oh, damn it. Notice me. Or there has been, of course, the, I won't say rare occasion. I'll just say frequent occasion where I post a little thirst trap to get revenge when things don't maybe go so well with a guy. I oh, like to post something to my Instagram story. To make him jealous. Maybe on my maybe on my timeline, make it permanent and truly make them jealous. And, and make, make them be them, like, hey, look at what you're missing out. Exactly. Look, look at what me you now. lost and kiss this ass goodbye. Hey, wait, have you ever done it when a guy like wasn't texting you back or wasn't giving you the attention you wanted? So you posted a picture like where you looked really good. So they would text you back and then they look at it and they immediately text you back. Yep. 
I've done it a lot. But it never works out with those people. Like, do no. you think it could ever, like, you setting a thirst trap and getting that tension is ever something that's real and could actually last? Because it's kind Yes, of- I do. I do. Because sometimes, and I say this for myself, you don't realize what you have until it's gone. And then you no longer take it for granted. Yeah. So I'm going to say it. it's possible it could work as so well. So here's my only thing is that when when you're doing it to get like someone to like, hey, look at what you're missing. Mm-hmm. The thing is, there's a reason why it didn't work out. So even though the thirst trap is set and let's say they fall for it, that same reason is still going to be is still going to be there that it wasn't there between you two. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason it didn't work out is still going to be there. And it'll just be another cycle of you guys mm-hmm. talking, dating, and then breaking up. I agree with you, but I'll be honest. Because of my low self-esteem, I just crank it up a notch and I start sending nudes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I have sent – I have so many nudes out there. I'm honestly scared. Wait, are you, what kind of nudes are you sending? Um, I like to send my butt – not whole pic, okay. not whole pics. Yeah, you guys like, know how you guys know how I feel about whole pics. Nope, the, the they're banned. The prohibition is kicked in on the whole pics. We don't do those. But I send my butt. I send myself shirtless whenever the, there's enough room in the camera. I send myself shirtless. <laughs> and, the wide buns. Uh, right. And I have sent them to people. If I was famous, I would leak my own nudes to TMZ. Of course and, you would. Then You'd be like Kim Kardashian times 10. <laughs> and then they would actually cancel PSA and be like, you guys are banned for life. You're, you're, Apple you're never going to. actually be like, we're shutting this down. Spotify, we're shutting this down. Stitcher, you're no longer allowed here. We would get calls from Hollywood. You're never going to work a day in this town. And we'd be like, we never even did. <laughs> we were in Kansas City. <laughs> Uh, but I have, I, one time, oh my God, I just fucked up. I was a little tipsy. I wasn't that even that drunk. There was no excuse for this. I sent a thirst trap and accidentally sent it to two people at the same time. I created a group chat oh, because the- I didn't know how no. Instagram worked no. at the time. And so there was two people in it. it- Weston, <laughs> that's social suicide. It didn't work on either of them then. Best case scenario in a perfect world, it would have turned into a gangbang, but it didn't. It just ended up. In, no one responded. N- no one responded. I can't. What? Devin, I don't talk to them to this day. Do and you know it, how if, technology works? Well, I do now. I, I realize you don't hit create group when you're sending things on Instagram. When was this? God, when did Instagram start doing messages? I don't know, but it wasn't that long ago. That I cannot believe that. Are you even a millennial? I, I never said I was smart. Jesus. I've actually said the opposite. Christ. So while you're out there sending nudes to anyone that will honestly has an, a phone that ha- with the capabilities, I can say I've never sent a nude. Ever. Ever. Nothing. I mean, I'm not judging you for it. I, as I would never judge anyone that did send nudes. I mean, that's good. You you can still run for politics. I, I can't. I, I would like to because I would like for them to piece together my 20s and tell me what happened. But it's it's far too gone for me. It's, but that would be too scary. I think into... In, a couple of years when we're, we see a lot of millennials really running for like offices nationwide, everyone is going to have nudes out there and it's just going to be a common because thing. Because like, we've had, we, we, no one has had the like cell phones, pictures at right. their disposable, like at their disposal, like we So do no one sending dick pics at 18 knows that maybe they're going to be running for some office whenever they're, they're in their 40s and it's going to get leaked and it's going to get out and we're just going to have to embrace it. It's it's going to be a common day thing. It's just not going to totally. be a big deal. It's going to be like, and you know what? If 
if there's a picture out there, you know, fooling around, fooling around, sucking some dick, and someone wants to judge you for it, I would be like, oh, so you've never sucked a dick before? Grow up. Get over yourself. So I'm telling you, if we do become famous, those will be out there. And I'm nervous about it. I, I'm gonna have- I bet you are, but Weston, I think what you're referring to was not something that you said, yes, take this picture. No, I, I, I was not consensual, which I, I will say this. I, I say not consensual. I consented to giving, s- giving the blowjob, but, but I didn't, didn't consent, consent to my to picture, picture being taken. However, did you guys know that if someone leaks your nudes, you can sue them for non-consensual pornography? Well, that would, because that's genuine, it would be. And this just reminded me, this happened, that happened, like how that happened to you. Weston was giving mm-hmm. head and someone took a picture of him doing it that he did not say, hey, yeah, take the picture. Yeah. On, when I was on spring break in college, this did not happen to me, but one of my friends was hooking up with some guy and they were doing it doggy style. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I don't talk this graphically on here. <laughs> it's like, well, what else were you going to call it? They were doing it the way the dogs do? like. <laughs> and um, she saw a flash go off and so she looked behind him and he had taken a picture of her. Like, she didn't say yes to that. Isn't That's, that some sketchy shit? That is shit? fucked up. That's so fucked that up. That is not okay. It's no. okay if you want to take your own nudes. It's not okay for someone else to decide that they're going to take them for you. Exactly. And you know, it's really sad because this happens all the time of people's nudes getting leaked whenever they were with someone or they were intended for like your eyes only. And I just think that it's so disrespectful, vicious. It, it's not petty. It's not funny. It's like, what the actual fuck? You're like it's fucking immature. with. Yes, it's like so immature. It's like, and people like that don't deserve to receive nudes. No. At all. And they're not thinking about the person that took the picture. They're thinking like, wow, look at me. I'm so cool. Like, no, fuck off. Go fuck yourself. And that's the difference in a public thirst trap and a private thirst trap. My public thirst traps send them all day. Send those them were to everyone. Those were meant for the Lord's eyes. My private thirst traps that I send, I'm sending them to you because I trust you. Exactly. And so if, that, But also that goes, if you don't really trust the person, don't send them the picture. Yeah, I agree. It, and that's why, you know, for my, I'm speaking for myself, I've had to embrace all my nudes because I have sent them to people that weren't trustworthy. But if you're not prepared to really embrace it and be like, yeah, I did it, then I definitely only, I mean, just be careful. I'm not even going to say send them to people you trust because those people can fuck you over too. It's true. Uh, you, you know, yeah. you just have to be careful. Be careful. Know what you're sending. Know who you're sending it to and be ready for it to get out because it could. Yeah. So, I and mean, if it, it does, your life will go on. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, we're millennials. We're embracing our nudes. Do um, you have any tips for how to set a thirst trap? Hmm. Well, like I said, my thirst traps, they don't exactly um, go viral. <laughs> um, but I would say for me. Confidence. It, it all depends on the type of thirst trap you're sending. Yeah. If, you're, if you're doing a public one, a lot of people are going to see it. Yes, confidence. Know your lighting. Know your angles, people. It's different for everyone. What works for Bitsy does not <laughs> work for me. <laughs> so just know your angles. Know your lighting. Whenever you feel good about yourself, you're going to exert that confidence. Exactly. Make sure you feel good about yourself. Absolutely. Because then, and if if you have any haters out there, don't listen to them because you, you feel good about yourself. That's all that fucking matters. And th- those are my main tips. Know your lighting, your angles, and your uh, your confidence. For sure. What and th- that, And have? people will see that. 
Um, I say, same thing. Like number one thing is to be confident and be happy because if you're having a good time and you're posting a thirst trap, it's gonna work because it's gonna attract people. Who are like, hey, they're fun. Like, they're they're cute. Like, I want to go mm-hmm. out with them. Where I want to DM them and ask them out and then never actually go out with them. I also would say know your own assets as well. Because we, oh, exactly. we all have things about us that are our best assets, that we feel the best about. So let's say you feel really good about your eyes. Make eye contact with the camera. Show that off. If Get you the ma- lighting that shows the eyes. If you have like really amazing arms, show off your arms. If you're a girl and you got some good boobs and you want to post a... a, a, sna- or a bikini pick like yeah, me a get a cleavage. little get a little under boob in there that's always that's in right now yeah use it to your advantage and also if you have big boobs like me that would hit the floor if you weren't wearing <laughs> something supportive <laughs> wear something supportive <laughs> oh my god good that, times yeah that's those are our recommendations so you just got to know yourself now for the private thirst traps oh wait have you sent any private thirst traps i know you haven't sent nudes but you've sent some pictures, some cute pics. I don't know. I really I really haven't. Like, I'm being serious. I really, truly haven't. I mean, besides, like, the basic that I would post on my story, I've never sent, like, a sexy picture, like, that I wouldn't have wanted to post on really? a story. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't think that's, like, every girl. I think lots of girls do it. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it probably just goes back to whenever I was really overweight and just not having that confidence to, like, really send a, a body pic like that or, like, even put myself out there because I'm not a super open person. So if I were to send that picture, that would make me vulnerable. That's true. And you know what? <laughs> I I go through phases of, like, being really confident and not being so confident. And when I'm in those not confident phases, I don't – I never send nudes – I never send any private thirst traps. When I am feeling good. That's when you're sending them. That's when I'm sending them. And I would honestly have the exact same recommendations. Show what you're comfortable showing. Lighting, angles, assets. And leave a little to the imagination. Leave a little to the imagination. And don't be scared to ask like a good friend to like help you out. If you need someone to get the picture for you and get the good lighting, you got to do what it takes. Uh, don't ask me to take your whole pics because I don't ever want to talk to you again if that's the case. No. <laughs> but no, I agree. I would I would definitely get a friend to help me out. Something I do to leave something to the imagination is I'll take a total like body naked pic in front of a mirror. Put an emoji. And I'll put an emoji knew it. over my ding dong. And it, it's like a really small emoji too. It doesn't need to be very big. <laughs> You have to like zoom it to make it smaller rather than bigger. It's a good sized emoji, okay? And now we're talking about my penis size. There is one other thing I want to touch on on thirst traps. I ne- I've never judged people for posting selfies or posting thirst traps. But when I was dating guys, if they posted a lot of selfies, I it was such a turnoff for me because I thought, you know, they were either conceited or narcissistic. Exactly, super cocky cocky or desperate for attention which like I said we all like attention but there's a difference in being desperate and getting your normal dose Mm -hmm. but I really thought about something recently and this is kind of something enlightening is I have to quit judging them because it doesn't necessarily mean that they're narcissistic or cocky they may be Mm -hmm. for example I was saw some guys had really nice bodies and they posted a lot of pictures of that and I you know thought I would never be into them but then I thought if I had that body I can't say, I cannot sit here and say that I wouldn't post more pics of me shirtless. That's very true. And and I don't yeah. think I'm narcissistic or cocky, but that would just be me feeling good about myself. And I would just want to share, share 
that with the world. Yeah, it's you, you know, being like, confident and happy, and you you truly probably are posting it just as much for you as for the validation. Like you're posting because you're like sharing mm-hmm. it because you're proud of yourself for something you've done, accomplished, like having a good body. Because honestly, having a really good body takes a lot of work. Yeah, and and so now if, when I go on dates with guys, if they have like lots of pictures or selfies of certain assets of themselves or their arms or their butt or whatever, I no longer think that about them. Now I think if I had an asset that I felt that great about, I can't say I wouldn't be doing the same thing. I still think that would be a little bit of a turnoff for me if like I was dating someone just because that would make me feel a little insecure at how they are. Like, like, that that's like why the dad else. bod thing has come such, in such uh, such a craze is because it makes other people feel comfortable with themselves when they don't have the best body. I love a good dad bod. I love a good dad bod. I also love a good fit bod. Like I want you to have the dad bod, but like have the muscle kind of there too. Like mm-hmm. you don't have a six pack, but you're still a workout. Just because with my wild my workout schedule, six packs are a little intimidating. Yeah, it makes it makes me want to leave the shirt on during sex. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would like to keep it on. Totally. I would pull a Valentina. I would like to keep it on, please. <laughs> Thank you. And when they say get on top, I'm like, do you have a living will and testament? <laughs> Ba-boom. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that was it for our thirst traps. God damn, we threw it at you and we threw it hard. So let's wrap it up with finding out who left the one-star review. Yeah. So everyone, we need to do your work. Go out. Do whatever it takes to figure out who did it. I don't care what it takes. No, okay, we're really wrapping it up because as you guys know, this is Pride Month and we want you guys to leave here with a little bit of knowledge, okay? We've been dropping modern truth day- Truth bombs. Truth bombs, modern day issues that are affecting the LGBTQIA plus community around the world. And Last week it was Chechnya. Right, last week it was Chechnya. The week before that we talked about- Stonewall. Stonewall and that was the catalyst for why we have Pride today. And today, we are going to spread awareness and inform you guys of something that is extremely recent. So Brunei is... Where is that at? So Brunei is a... It's a tiny little country. It's a kingdom, actually. They have a sultan. Um, It's an oil-rich country in Eastern Asia. Okay. And just this past April, they wrote out new and extremely strict laws. And included in those laws were punishing homosexual sex and adultery with death. Okay. So wait, so that's not only saying gay sex. It's also saying if a woman cheats on her husband, she can be murdered. Uh, yeah. And the thing, okay. The uh, thing that well, happens is that so that, any, that could not even happen. People could just accuse you of that. Like, right. Right. Anyone found guilty of homosexual acts or adultery would be stoned to death, which would also be witnessed by a group of people. So, I mean, not just... Death, which is horrible, horrible, especially for something that's not even mm-hmm. in my eyes or a normal person's eyes, an offense. But it's death in a humiliating and painful and slow way. Yeah, exactly. That's horrible. Like it's the worst way to go. And of course, human rights groups have expressed um, horror and there's been international backlash, as there as should there be. should be, <laughs> right? yeah. And there's been a call for a boycott of... Uh, so there's nine hotels that are linked to Brunei, and two of them are actually here in the U.S., which oh, are no. the Beverly Hills Hotel and the Bel Air in Los Angeles. So, so should we go out there and start start standing out there with a sign? Because I will. Yeah, uh, we really should start striking, picketing, and, and don't go to those boycott places. those places. Obviously, check out the other nine hotels if you're traveling internationally to make sure that you don't stay at any of those hotels that are linked to Brunei. And this is also why I say that 
is because now the Sultan of Brunei has extended a moratorium, which is basically a temporary prohibition of the law on capital punishment because of the boycotts and the backlash. So people that say like, oh, it's not going to do anything. Uh, My voice doesn't matter. My actions don't matter. Guys, it's working. Of course, there's been major celebrities and leaders nation or worldwide that have uh, stood up against this and even companies have made it to where their employees will not be staying at those hotels. So Brunei has or is feeling the effects of these boycotts and this backlash. And just so you guys know, in the details of this episode, we will put the, all the hotels and spell everything so you guys can have it and know it and n- not make sure you aren't helping them or giving your money towards them. Absolutely. And the thing that's really scary also about this moratorium is it could be lifted at any moment. Okay, so they're saying, okay, we're going to temporarily not have capital punishment, but the LGBT people are on their toes because it could be lifted. and It could be lifted and then reestablished. And the thing is, even though capital punishment isn't in effect right now because of the backlash, this, because of the temporary ban on it, LGBT people are still facing punishment by fines, whipping, or jail. So it's it's not good. It's... You know, I mean, it's great that right now people aren't going to be put to death for it. Right. But there's still, I mean, being whipped for being who you are. And, you know, there's been other laws that came out with this. Um, So definitely do your research that like very strict laws. Um, So do your research, as we always encourage you to do, spread awareness about this issue, because it's this is going on right now. Right now. Today, this is happening. And again, this is why we have pride. This is why there is a pride. Yeah. This is why there's not a straight pride because there's never been a place in the world where you would be put to death because you had a heterosexual act. This Mm -hmm. is why we have gay pride and gay pride month. If anyone was wondering. Yeah. None of our listeners would be wondering because they aren't that small minded. I know because we love our listeners and our listeners are amazing. But definitely that's today's tea on what's going on. We're sorry that we're ending on such a depressing note because this is sad, but we think that it's necessary that we, you, everyone's aware and everyone has knowledge on what's going on, not just in the United States, but the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It is really sad, but like, like you said, it's something that, you know, talking about it and spreading awareness is what we can do. It's a start and it's something we can do. So Okay, so that's it for today's episode. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. You guys know what to do. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, Get rid of that one-star review. Everyone, if we all report them to Apple, it will get removed. I just know it. Send us, please send us emails and topics and questions. Get at us so we can start answering this. We love you guys. Email us at hello at psapodcast.com and visit our website at www.psapodcast.com. We love you guys. Love you.